Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to another Learner's Lounge Thursday. That was Quadra Ranks' new song, Turning Around for Me, one of the new gospel artists here in the gospel industry tonight. It is Thursday night, March 23rd, 2023, and we are in tonight for Learner's Lounge Thursday. So tonight is the night where we do our weekly Food for the Soul Bible study session. This is where the doctor will come in, and he will break down what thus saith the Lord to you he will be teaching what God gives to him, the unadulterated gospel, raw and uncut. So we can always learn a thing or two when we have our Thursday Night Learners Lounge sessions. We have an opportunity to learn. And before we get started for our Thursday Night sessions, 
I'm going to go over Inspiration Thursday time, and we're going to be talking about five reasons Christians must read the Bible. What is the necessity with that? Now, the Bible is your daily life playbook, not an outdated relic to be kept on a shelf. According to different researchers, more than half of the Americans have read little to none of the Bible. About 30% look up things in the Bible only when they have to, and less than a quarter have any kind of systemic plan for reading the Bible on a daily basis. Some, about 17%, simply flip it open to read a passage at random. Now, I can say that there's a ton of people who don't read the Bible, but there's equally more that do read the Bible. Now, when we forego reading the Bible, what we're really saying to God is that we're too busy to put in the work of really knowing him, that we're good with having a distant relationship with him, that we sure are happy that he's just a prayer away, but please don't ask us to read that boring, irrelevant book. That is what some people think, not everyone. Now, Right there, we smack hard into the issue of our perception of his work, the relic with limited application to modern life. Of course, we're not going to value it or want to read it. But if we do view the Bible as God intended, his showing us his heart, his plan for mankind, and the sacrificial gift of Jesus that brings us into right standing with him, we will afford it the respect it is due because when we value God's word, we will work to grow our knowledge of it. Now, here goes five Here goes five reasons as to why we should read the Bible. The Bible helps us with these five reasons. Reason number one, it helps us to see who God is and how much he loves us. It is through the Bible that we learn that God is our loving creator in constant war. God tells us in his word that his love for us is deep, vast, and unchanging. Remember, God changes not. God has always been the same yesterday, he's the same today, and he'll be the same in the future. He's been the same God since the beginning of creation. Now, the truth is God desires for us to be close in relationship with him. He has specifically designed us with gifts and talents to glorify and edify him. When we correctly view ourselves through God's eye lenses, we are so very loved, wanted, and a valuable asset. We can push back on secular world that's Good news is only God views matter. So only what you do for Christ will last. So anything else <laughs> absolutely does not matter, 100%. Step two, we understand why the death of Jesus is such a big deal. When we talk about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, why is that so important? Well, let's talk about that. The Bible ultimately points us to Jesus. We are to read the Bible to learn about Jesus, why we should want to follow him, of course, and how his death empowers us and gains us a heavenly home with him forever. Now, we can with confidence, that means that we know what we're talking about, tell people Jesus does love you because of what the Bible says about his life and his death, his love and sacrifice. Remember, Jesus had the greatest sacrificial offer known to man. He sacrificed his own self. So we may have a right to the tree of life. And that sacrifice was for all of humanity and is shared with us in the scriptures. Time and time again, the Bible talks about Jesus being the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus points us to the truth. Like he says in the Bible, I am the truth and the light. That is exactly what Jesus is. But neither forces nor manipulates anyone into accepting his invitation. So quickly, what that means is, is that when God wants us to be in his army, 
He doesn't force or mandate us. He provided us with free will. So we have the chance to decide if we want to be on the winning team. And if we don't, we can be losers like the devil, but it is our choice. Number three, <clears throat> we're going to know God's truth so our lives honor and please him. The Bible shows us how to measure success. It's not fame and riches. It's not materialistic. Who has the biggest house or the best cars? Who has the most money in the bank account like the world would have us to think is important or tell us to do and to clearly see what really does matter. When we build our lives uh, solidarity-wise, when we have solidarity in Jesus, the world can't manipulate us with its shifting views of truth. The Bible is still applicable to our modern lives because God's nature and standards do not change. That's why we are to follow the Ten Commandments. Number four. And then I'll do number five, and it will be in my closing. So at number four, we're going to gain a God mindset, which will guide our thoughts and actions. So what that pretty much means is that everything we do for Christ is the only thing that's going to last, and that we need to have a God mindset that is everything that we attempt to do in our life, it has to be of God. We have to think, like, what would Jesus do in this situation? Is this of God? Is God allowing us and manifesting us to do this? So basically, though Satan loves to whisper in our ears about a bunch of screw-ups and disgruntled things we should be doing, Jesus, on the other hand, is saying, my grace and my mercy is sufficient. So that's what we ought to lean on is that his grace and his mercy is sufficient, and that when we ask forgiveness of God, it is guaranteed that forgiveness is guaranteed. The Bible does assure us that God never withhold forgiveness from us. It is always going to be guaranteed. And then finally, the fifth reason as to why we should be reading the Bible is so super important. And then reason number five in courageously in our dark secular world. It's hard being a person who can seek God, like we're supposed to be a man after God's own heart when we live in a secular world. But the Bible does say be in the world, obey the laws of the land, but don't be of the world. That means you can live in this land. You can follow all the judicial laws as they ask you to, as long as it is not interfere with what God has asked of you to do. Now, you may not like to read the Bible because you may not think that it is something that will be uh, good for you. You think it may, the stories may not matter, but the acronym for Holy Bible, he only left you basic instructions before leaving earth. That means everything in the Bible was designed for you, the person, to understand the roadmap to your life. And if you don't believe me, try Jesus for yourself Read the Bible and research for yourself. So I hope something that I've said tonight within the Inspiration Thursday will, of course, help you along the way. The Bible can be an amazing and a great deal. And finally, the scripture that I'd like to point out tonight, for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and to joint and marrow and is a discern of the thoughts and intent of the heart. That's coming from the King James Version Bible, Hebrews chapter 4, verses 12. I thank you for listening to Inspiration Thursday. And like I said, I'm not the preacher nor the teacher, but hopefully something that I say in the inspiration portion of the broadcast will inspire you to get out there and read your Bible and share what you read with somebody else so everybody can be on the same page when it comes to Jesus. God bless you, and I love you all. 
God bless you in Radio Land tonight. Thank you for listening, amen, to Inspiration Hour from Sister Kitasha tonight, expressing her thoughts, amen, uh, about the Word of God. We're so grateful and happy to be back, amen, with you once again on this <coughs> Thursday night. Amen. God has blessed us, amen, to rise from our bedside. Not feeling as well as we want to feel, but we're here in Jesus' name. Amen is to bring you a word from the Lord tonight. God bless you. Amen. We're going to go back into a scripture, amen, that I have been continually for the last couple of Thursdays on. And uh, I didn't finish that out, and I just can't seem to get away from that. And we are going to repeat this, amen, and pray along with me. And I pray I'm talking to somebody tonight that, amen, have a desire that they want to really see Jesus. John 3, 1 through 9 says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, and came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou dost except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And that which is a man born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not, I say unto thee, you must be born again. First uh, Corinthians 6, 9, 11 says, Know ye not that the unrighteousness shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor immolators, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covenants, nor drunkenness, nor revelings, nor extortion shall inherit the kingdom of God. And sacrifice some of you. But you are washed. You are sanctified. But you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. My thoughts tonight, amen, is continually radiating amen off of the words of Jesus talking to Nicodemus, a grown man, well up in age, asked a simple question. Amen. Jesus asked a simple question to Nicodemus. You must be born again. And that is what is radiating in my spirit tonight, and I'm talking to you. Are you really... Are you really born again? You can know scriptures. 
You can even feel the power of the Lord. And some of you preaching, because preaching comes, a gift comes without repentance. But you have not really been born again. The important thing here, amen, Jesus said to Nicodemus, except, amen, a man be born again of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. You can't even enter into the kingdom of God if you have not been born again spiritually. I'm not talking about natural. That's what Nicodemus' problem was. Amen. Nicodemus, amen, was a man, amen, that was well-versed, educated, climbed the corporate ladder, praise the Lord, and know where he was going in the world, but amen, in the spirit, he was lost. But he recognized, amen, Jesus was the teacher that came from God because, amen, Jesus was doing something, amen, that he hadn't seen no other man do. But you must be born again. If you want to enter into the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is not meat and drinks. The kingdom of God is not, amen, out having a, a good time and party. The kingdom of God is peace, joy, over in the Holy Ghost. Now kingdom comes. Have the kingdom came within you. You cannot see it with your natural eye. You can't, amen. You can't see the kingdom of God, amen, with your natural eye. But the kingdom of God has come. And amen, if you have been born again, the kingdom of God is in you. Nicodemus didn't understand that. As I say, being well-versed in age. He should have known it, but he didn't. The Bible tells me in St. John, amen, Jesus said, such the scriptures. Now, some of us, amen, we read the word of God, but we are not such in the scriptures. Such the scriptures for in them, in what? In the scriptures. From, amen, Genesis to Revelation, they are talking about Jesus. In them they are they that testify to me. When you really search the scriptures, you'll find out, amen, that it was Jesus in Genesis, and it's going to be Jesus in Revelation. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's all-knowing. So the Lord was talking to Nicodemus, you must be born again. And as I began to say, man, when you are born again of the water, water, amen, cleanse you. Water, it cleanses you from your sin. When you get ready to go down in the water, that great commission, amen, that Jesus told them, go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Baptize them. You've got to be baptized in water. Baptize them in the name. Not of the name, but in, I, in the name. The name is Jesus. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Have you taken that initially on since you say you've been born again? Do you think you have eternal life? Or are you sure 
in the hour and time we're living in right now. I'm trying to encourage you. Make sure you have eternal life. When we can look, amen, at what's going on and around the world today, in Los Angeles on yesterday, a hurricane hit right in Los Angeles. We don't see things like that. We know something is on the high rise. Are you really, truly being born again? And if you're not, don't let the devil trick you. It ain't no, it's not a shame to say, I, I have not been born again. There's nothing wrong with acknowledging, amen, something you don't know. If you haven't been born again, amen, get in the word of God and find out what it means by being born again. It brings a change in your life. That is born of the flesh of fleshly. Amen. When you're born of the flesh, you think fleshly. You do fleshly things. That's why, amen, it picks up in, in Corinthians, amen, say, know ye not that the unrighteousness, the unrighteousness is not going to, amen, inherit the kingdom of God. I don't care how well off you are, how brilliant you is, and how smart you might be, amen, in the world. No unrighteousness is going to inherit the kingdom of God. No schooling that you will go to. No theology that you study will make you, amen, able is to enter into the kingdom of God. The Lord began to go on and tell Nicodemus these words, amen. Jesus, he taught the necessity of the new birth. It's necessary. It's necessary, my children, for you to be born again. Born again, teach you, amen, how to love your neighbors, how to treat other people. Born again, give you a new insight in life in which you don't have, amen, in the flesh. You need to be born again. You will have respect for other people, amen, when you are really born again. People that you didn't like, and you know you didn't like them, a change come into your life. It calls, amen, that weakness or that bitterness spirit, amen, that you had in you. Where there was bitterness, Jesus will bring love. And he'll bring joy and peace in your life. It's necessary to be, amen, the necessity of being born again. A man is not, amen, a sinner by accident. There is, amen, a law. In his members, warning against him in the law of his mind and bringing him unto captivity to the law of sin and death. Romans 7 and 23. <clears throat> Paul made a statement. He didn't know sin, but by the law. The law had to teach him what sin was. Then the Lord Jesus Christ will teach us what sin is. The world needs a change. And the reason I'm so adequately on this, amen, we got so many people, amen, honest people, sweet people. They believe that they are born again because somebody told them, now you are saved. 
They don't know what salvation really is. The teaching of Jesus, amen. Jesus says, amen, unto him, better, better, I say unto thee, except a man be born, he cannot uh, see the kingdom of God. John, amen, 3 and 3. All those, amen, some words, amen, that I, I wouldn't want, amen, to have to face I can't even see the kingdom of God except I'm born again. Jesus as the author, and he's the finish of our faith. He provided a way for us to escape the damnation of sin through the gospel. That's what the gospel is here for. Amen. That's what we are here as men and women of God preaching this unadulterated word. The gospel here is for, amen, you to escape damnation, escape, amen, sin. The wedges of sin and death. The wedges of sin and death. But the gift of God, the gift of God, amen. God gave us a gift. God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. <coughs> have you really been born again? Is there a change in your life? The gospel, amen, it was designed to reach the depth and the stains of sin. This man's problem with sin began at birth. That is where the gospel began. Everywhere your problem began at, that's where the gospel began at. If our gospel is dead, it's dead to them that don't want to hear it. My God, don't reject Jesus. Don't, my, my, my beloved. It's a Dr. Moore saying tonight, don't reject Jesus. All Jesus has ever done was made a provision for you and I is escape hell damnation. Don't reject Jesus. Because of something of your flesh, because of something you are ignorant of. A man must be born again. It is not another nature, natural birth. As Jesus explained, Nicodemus, but a new birth of the spirit. I, I, Nicodemus, I'm talking to you spiritually. St. John 66, the words that I speak unto you, they are not carnal words. They are spiritually. I am talking to you spiritually. Now you got to hear in the spirit. And another nature, amen, natural birth, amen, will not solve the problem sin. What is needed, amen, is a new birth to be born, not of blood, not the will of the flesh, not of the will of man, but the will of God. You need a new birth. And I ain't talking about amen. Going back into your mother's womb and trying to be reproduced. No. You need a spiritual birth. You need the spirit of the living God as it come down from heaven and give you a new nature. When Jesus said, except a man be born 
again, he was identifying the problem of all men. He, he wasn't just talking to Nicodemus, amen, as a whole. He, when he said men, amen, they, they, they excluded women back there in them days, but women was right there uh, also in that number. Every born again child, every human, humanity, they got to make a change. They got to be born again. And since the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That is saying something, children. And I'm wondering how many of you. <coughs> Out there, amen, have seen the kingdom of God. I, I know you say, I believe in the Lord. I believe in the Lord. I love the Lord. Well, let me tell you something. The devil believes in the Lord also. It's not enough just to believe. But the devil stands and tremble. You must be born again. On the contrary, amen, the evidence is, I mean, in the scripture, amen, indicates that many of them were very sincere. The rebuking came because their system of religious had tried to cope with sin by legislation, by rule, by teaching, that hourly obedience is Hourly obedience to the rules qualifies righteousness. The Apostle Paul, amen, who was a Pharisee, he addressed the universe problem of sin. When he wrote, for all have sinned, it came short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and 20. Your hour appears, don't make you holy. Your clothes, your robes, your rings and your crosses, amen, that you're wearing, the caps that you put on you, that don't make you holy. That don't make you be born again because you got on these hour appears looking like you're supposed to be a Christian. That don't make you saved. That don't make you sanctified. And going through the rituals, that, that, don't mean, that don't mean you know Jesus. Going to a church, that does not qualify you to be <coughs> born again. This is the story, amen, of all men until they come to the Lord Jesus, experience the new birth. Every good religious person must be born again. You may be good and you may be religious. You can give a man everything that you have, but if you are not changed from the inside and have adopted the spirit of the Lord from above, you're on your way to hell, my children. You can't go under nobody else's faith, under nobody else's labor, and say, amen, my father was a Christian, my mother was a Christian, and I, I believe I'm a Christian. you got to first be born again. 
one thing, amen, that Jesus he made clearly is the fact that men are not saved without being spiritually regenerated. <laughs> you, you're not saved unless you be, amen, spiritually changed. Have you really made a change in your life? Have you really made a change in your life? They must, amen, be born again. The all-important question, amen, that has been asked by more than one such a soul is, what must I do? When the boy was in the Philippian jail and God sent an earthquake, Paul and Silas was in the jail praying. God sent an earthquake and shook the jailer's doors and, amen, the door was open and the prison says, what must I do? What must I do? In this hour and time, amen, if there is a shaking in the man, you ought to ask that question, what must I do? And I'm going to tell you what to do. They say, call on the name of Jesus. You don't know what to do. Dr. Moore telling you tonight, call on the name of Jesus, and thou shalt be saved. You got to call on Jesus' name. There is salvation in none other name that's given among heaven, amen, whereby a man must be saved only through Jesus Christ. We got all of this, amen, the new doctrine coming up and new ways coming up, amen, saying that you can get to heaven, amen, in more than one way. But, amen, Jesus said, let every man be alive and let God be the truth. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In able one way, children, don't fight Dr. Moore, fight the Bible, fight the Word of God. I'm just only quoting what Jesus has told us. You must be born again. The scripture, amen, uh, uh, <coughs> simply and effectually answers this question. Repent us. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. Repent. Repent. Repent, every one of you, and be baptized. Go down in the water. And when you go down in the water, bury your sin. Bury them. Don't, don't, don't bring them back up with you, amen. Bury your sin. Go down. As Jesus was in the heart of earth for three days and three nights, when you are baptized as a symbol, it's a type of, amen, you dying with Jesus. You dying with Jesus. If you if you if you being baptized and you didn't die with Jesus, you need to still die. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus, for the remission of the forgiveness of your sins. And you shall receive. Now listen to this. Many people, Amen, overlook this. And you shall receive the gift. Now, Amen. After being baptized. And after you to receive him through faith, that is a gift God wants to give you. But we done twist this thing all up into one right now. See, I confess the Lord Jesus with my mouth and believe in me that God has written in for the dead, and thou shalt be saved. Now you're saved, but you ain't received no gift. 
That's Psalms 38 says, for the promises unto you and unto your children and to those that are far off, even as many as I am the Lord God shall call. God, amen, say amen, uh, yet you should receive a gift. After you confess Jesus, you shall receive a gift. And these signs shall follow them that believe us. Such the scripture like the Berean did. They searched the data to see, amen, whether these things they heard were so or not. Such the scripture. After you repent it in water, being buried, have you received the gift? Of the Holy Ghost? Have the evidence came? Tongues of false signs, not to them that believe it, but to them that believe it not. Have you received this precious gift? God command man <coughs> is a repent. This is a new game man, 13 and 5. I tell you, they, but except you repent, you should likewise perish. If you don't repent, if you don't repent, you will perish. Nobody send you to hell but you. Jesus has shed the blood, made the way for us. Only you send your own self to hell. If you reject Jesus, Jesus got to reject you. C.L. Lewis says, amen, that repentance is not something God demands of you before he will take you back. It is simply a description of what goes back, going back is back. Thinking people repent. Just shedding tears is not repentance. Can I say that again? Just shedding tears is not repentance. Just because, amen, you you may be in church or maybe in home, amen, somewhere, and you a few tears come out of your eyes, that don't mean that you really are repenting. He must think about himself and his ways. You got to think about yourself and, and your ways, amen. He must think about God and his goodness. He must think about the future and his destiny. You got to think about, amen, God and his goodness. You got to think about the future. I thought on my ways, and I turned my feet unto the testimony. I made haste and delayed not to keep. <coughs> Have you made haste? Have you thought of your ways, the way you're traveling now? Are, are you really on your way to heaven? Young people. Young people, you're going to die. Don't let the devil tell you, amen, that you're just going to live and live. No, young people, you're going to die. 
You're going to die. And you're going to have to give an account of everything that you have done. Everything, amen, that you were blinded by Satan and did, amen, uh, 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 not obey Jesus. You're going to have to give an account of that. I love you tonight. I just want you to know the truth. The kind of, amen, uh, the kind of thinking which constitutes repentance requires honesty, courage, and faith in the Savior. You can have faith. He that comes to the Lord, he must believe that he will, and he will reward him that diligently seek him. you got to constantly seek the Lord. Seek the Lord, seek the Lord, seek him, seek him while he might be found. Call upon him while he's not. It's a time coming, amen, that, amen, men is going to look for the Lord, but they're not going to find him. We know our wrongs with our Lord. Even showing anyone, and we alone must repent of these sins. Can't nobody repent of your sins for you but you. Only you can repent and ask God to forgive you for what you have done. God didn't design hell for mankind. Let me say that to you. God did not design hell for mankind. Hell was made for the devil and his angels. But mankind sought to disobey God. And hell enlarged itself. I know you've heard of these stories. Hell is getting bigger and bigger and bigger because men is rejecting Jesus and rejecting Jesus. But I'm here tonight to try to tell you, you must be born again. You don't have to end up in hell. Repentance requires action. Saying I won't. Wrong. I was wrong. It's not easy. We don't want to acknowledge to the Lord that we were wrong. We are guilty. But sin requires action. Oh, I remember when I had that proud spirit within me. I did not want to humble myself. In the eyes of the Lord and the people, amen, that I was in front of, I didn't want to humble myself. My pride was too high. The young people, the young girls were too beautiful for me to cry. I was too macho. But I come to find out, the girls didn't mean nothing. My pride didn't mean nothing. When God broke me down, broke up the folly ground that was in my mind and made me say, yes, son. He did not allow a man's pride to hold him in the hog pen. Now, you remember, amen, when 
This young man was in the hog pen. The prodigal son, he left home, went and spent all the money that he had, all the bright lights and all the games that he was playing now, amen, was out of order because he didn't have no more money. And he was hungry. He got hungry. And the Bible says he would have ate the husk that was in this hog pen. He just got down that low. <coughs> and when he was up on the feet, amen, he wouldn't have thought of eating things that low. But now, amen, he came to himself. He came to himself. Are you a prodigal son? You don't have home. You used to go to church. You used to sing in the choir. You used to worship. Are you a prodigal son? Oh, daughter, you done left your way. This young man recognized, amen, in my father's house. I didn't have to go through with this. I had everything I wanted. You know the story. He recognized. He recognized, I'm lost. I'm lost. I got to repent. I got to ask my father to forgive me for what I have done. I done shamed him. But his father was so willing to see him. So he could see him come home. He told him to kill the fattest calf. Bring me a robe. My son is coming home. Jesus, he described, amen, to the Pharisees the difference between how they pray and what it means to experience true repentance. Luke 13, 9 through 14. <coughs> now the Pharisees, amen, they always had a fashion the way they prayed. And they prayed, amen, that they wanted men to hear them. It wasn't really coming from the heart. It was coming from the flesh. Good works of the Pharisees, amen, was a thing to boast. Uh, before men, but not before God. They were done, amen, for a show out. No, 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 you don't have to show out on your way to heaven. You don't have to show your clothes off. You don't have to show your, your car off. You don't have to show, amen, your house off, your money off, your family off. Show Jesus that you love him. The Pharisees had no religious face behind which to hide his sinful activity. Moreover, he saw his sinfulness as being open before God. His only hope was for God to have 
mercy on him. My beloved, are you born again? Are you born again? No experience in the will reaching deeper into the soul of a man than the experience of truly repentance. Oh, when you truly repent, when you truly break up the folly ground with a broken heart, your heart got to be broken up. A contrite spirit. <coughs> you got to break it up and let the Lord know that you are sorrowful for your sin. You have sinned against a holy God, your master. You have sinned. Now you repent. Let me tell you, Jesus is faithful and just forgive us for our sin. Repentance, it removes all pride. God is sorry to overwhelm a person. As he repents, we have moved nothing to offer the Lord in exchange for his goodness. We can only plead before him for his mercy. We ain't got nothing to offer the Lord. He bought us with a price. We belong to him. I'm saying tonight, if you don't know the Lord, my children, repent. It'd be, be baptized, every one of you. Go to the way they're baptized in the name of Jesus. For the remission of your sin. Repentance, amen, is not a part of expense, but a necessary one. It is, amen, described as a death. It is not an easy experience. For the current nation will not surrender without a battle. But our freedom from sin is well worth the request effort of repentance. Because nature don't it don't it don't wanna it don't wanna stop sinning. Your carnation loves to sin. Mark sixteen sixteen says He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Shall be. Didn't mean amen. You got it all right then. You got to continue on in step. Before baptism, amen, is a part of the great commission, amen, the Lord Jesus, amen, to his disciples, Jesus Christ taught that all convicts must be baptized in the name for the remission of sin. Luke 24 and 47 and Acts 2 and 38. It is, it would be un, unthinkable as the Lord has commanded his disciples to be baptized that they would teach people they did not need water baptism. 
Now the Lord, amen, commanded his disciples to go and teach people to be baptized in water. Now, amen, the trend is turning. Peter saying you don't need to be baptized. All you got to do is believe in Jesus. Yes, there is a need, my brothers and sisters, for you and I to be baptized in water. As I made the statement of last week, when they hung Jesus on the cross, and they pierced him in the side, came out blood and water. Water was for you to be baptized in. Blood was to wash wash away your sins. You need water baptism. Oh, praise the Lord tonight. Salvation has been offered to whosoever will. All can come and claim the blessing of salvation by obeying God's plan of salvation. Submit to water baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ is an act of faith which appropriates the place. Submit to it. That's an act of faith. People today could be compared to a man that receives a check. For one million dollars, he could carry the check around in his pocket and show it to all his friends and say, look, I have a million dollars. But until he signed the check, it will be, it won't buy a loaf of bread. You got to sign the check for it to worry something. You have it, but your signature got to be on it. Man could live in poverty. He can endure the check. Though the Lord has provided salvation for all, many are still in their sin because they have never endured God's plan of salvation to claim the blessing for themselves. God gave you a million-dollar check. Why don't you cash it? And all you have to do to cast that check is come to Jesus. Sign it. Tell the Lord I repent. I don't want to live in the world, amen, of sin. <laughs> and do wrong anymore. I want to live for you, Jesus. And you can get that check cashed. Listen to what the Lord was saying. He's identified, amen, himself as the one for whom Jesus died. He is saying, it was my sin that was worthy of death, and Jesus was nailed to the cross for me. Children, Jesus died for you. It may not mean so much to you right now. 
But as you see time is around you, things are not right. Listen, Jesus died for you. Jesus died for you. And you can repent tonight. You can be born again. He is being obedient to, amen, the word of the Lord. The old life was characteristic by disobedience. Baptism, amen, is the beginning of a new life. In obedience to the Lord. To be baptized, amen, means that I'm disobeying Jesus. As my time, amen, grows. I will say, man, no unrighteousness is going to enter into the kingdom of God. All unrighteousness is sin. That's where the Lord, amen, want to give you a new life tonight. My time is, amen, is going from under me tonight. But God bless you in radio land. I must say, Jesus said unto you, you must be born again. If you lie, you hold on, you fornicate, you commit the doctrine, you live it with man, oh man, and woman with woman, you ain't on your way to heaven. So you might as well get that out of your mind. You got to make a change. You hear the voices of the preachers, missionaries, telling you to change. Don't take it lightly. You're going to have to change from your sin. This is Dr. Moore saying, I love you tonight, but you must be buried in water for Amen. Your baptism is to be affected. You've got to go down in Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you. Pray for Dr. Moore in this ministry. Amen. We endeavor to stay on now as long as we possibly can is to try to bring somebody to Jesus Christ. We may not win at all, but we can help one somebody. We've done a, a blessed job for Jesus Christ. God bless you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.